Hello everyone, this is Chanel Patrice Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, where amazing things happen. Today is Saturday, December 1st, 2018, here in gloomy Akron, Ohio. It's been raining cats and dogs here today, off and on, and it's one of those days where you can either eat chili or soup or something hot, like have a hot cup of tea like my friends from Great Britain would say or a nice hot cup of cocoa with marshmallows in it like what I like um I have to say thank you to the thousand subscribers that have subscribed so far and stayed with me through since the beginning of my podcast journey on May 2nd 2018 of this year I really appreciate it more than you know. Um, I will say that this is something that I've always wanted to do for a very long time now. And the fact that my polyglot friends have supported me through this um, journey has been nothing but amazing. So thank you, my friends. I really appreciate it more than you know. Uh, I want to give some shout outs to a few people. Um, Ollie Richards of IWillTeachYouLanguage.com, um, Vladimir Skoltetti, Chris Broholm of Actual Fluency, Kirsten Cable of FluentLanguage.co.uk slash The Fluent Show, um, Lindsay Williams, co-host of The Fluent Show, um, co-creator of Women in Language with, um, Kirsten Cable and Shannon Kennedy of Eurolinguist and uh, Lindsay Does Languages. Thank you girls for having my back. I really appreciate it. Um, Jimmy Mello, The Mellow Method. Um, Moses McCormick. A.K.A. Leoshu, um, Luca Lamparello. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the support. Um, there are many more um, people I want to thank. However, you know who you are. Everyone in the language community who has made me feel at home. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate the love. And for everybody who's listening, all my friends, all my Facebook 3,200 plus friends, um, thank you so much. The the 1K subscribers now. I can't wait to get more subscribers. Um, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Radio Public. I'm on AudioCast. I'm on Breaker. I'm on Spotify, Google Hangout. Um... There's a few others. Um, I'm on Anchor.fm. Thank you for making this app accessible for people who are visually impaired and blind, who are podcasters of varieties of different shows, whether it's music or film or TV or languages or self-help or, you know, sports, whatever the topic may be. Um, I do want to say that today's episode is about utilizing your dead time 
And what dead time is, is the time that you have available to you throughout the day, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. It's time that you aren't really doing anything, pretty much. Um, I know for me, personally, I have a lot of dead time. And I like to utilize my dead time in different ways when I'm learning a language. Um, for instance, Bono and I, we have to walk like three to four miles, five miles every other day, at least five days a week. And when it's nice outside, we'll walk from our apartment up to Save-A-Lot um, grocery store, which is about two miles up the road. And while we're walking, I'm listening to an audio podcast, SBS Russian or SBS Italian or SBS French or Turkish. And these podcasts are probably about 15 minutes, 10 minutes. It just depends. Or I'll listen to a whole episode of The Fluent Show, which can be anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And that actually helps, you know, um... All these podcasts usually run about 15 minutes, so I'm able to listen to a couple of his podcasts if I want to. Yes, I know I'm cheating, you guys. It's English, and it's my mother tongue, but, you know, hey, I like listening to his podcast. He has a lot of useful tips and tricks in order to be able to successfully learn a language, and I, I loved interviewing him back in um, the middle of October. Um, I believe it was the 15th that I, I did the interview with him. And it was, it was amazing because I, I learned so much, even from that 42 minutes and 53 second interview. Um, but I like his approach to language learning. He uses a approach of um, learning languages through story, which I'm an avid reader, so I enjoy that sort of thing. Um, he also talks about dead dead space and time and how you can best utilize your time and I think most of the polyglots and the language learners out there would have to agree that there's so many ways you can do it is you know everyone has a different approach I like to listen to podcasts as I'm walking um, I like to speak out loud to myself I like to sing to songs these are some things that you can do um, when I'm on the bus, I will use that time to go to my Memorize app. I will practice some French vocabulary. I'll probably do about 30 words going to the transit center and then another 20 words going to my destination. And as I'm coming back, I'll go and do another 50 words. So I'm getting language learning in. Um, I also like to listen to the news when I get up in the morning. These are some things you can do. You know, you're folding laundry. I'll have the news going on in the background. France 24, as a matter of fact. Going on at 6 o'clock in the morning as I'm making my coffee. Or as I'm brushing my teeth. Or I'm making my bed. These, this stuff actually works. Um, I used to do it all the time with um, when I had Russia Channel on my cable subscription and I would do a lot of listening in my house. I would clean my entire house and have Radio Roca 
which is a Russian um, podcast political station in Moscow. And it's like about 40-something, 50-something minutes long. So I would listen to about three episodes of that while I'm cleaning my entire house. And I have it up to where I can hear it. And I would be listening and learning passively. You know, and then if there were words that I didn't know, I would just jot them in my head and, and look them up afterwards, if I decided to even do that. Um, you know, there are just different ways you can do, the, you know, getting your language learning in. Just like, for instance, another suggestion I might suggest to you guys is, okay, you can do your flashcards that way. Or if you're old-fashioned... And you want to get the three by five or the five by seven flashcards, and you want to write down the words and the definitions and the sentences, and you want to just flip through them, you know, while you're on the, um, you know, get one of those rings where you can put the flashcards on it, you can just flip it, and it just go to the back of the ring. That that would be a great idea. You could put that in your purse or whatever bag you have. Um, that that's something that I would suggest if you're a print reader. If you're a braille reader, you can get the plastic cards and you can braille your answers down on them and do the same thing and you can flip it over and read it. Oh yeah, with your fingers. Yeah, you can do that. It it there are just ways that you can get dead time in. And I would suggest um write down your food list or whatever list you have to go to the store in your target language. You're utilizing the language and that's what you want to do whether you're writing in the language longhand. Yeah, get a pencil and a paper. Do it the old-fashioned way because this helps you with your spelling and your writing. I really emphasize that because I see the generation after mine because I'm Generation X. I see millennials and post-millennials. They use the computer for everything, their phone for everything. You have to be able to write stuff down because you don't know when the sucker's gonna break down and technology does have a tendency to break down. So, because of this, you'll wanna write it down. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it makes you think about how stuff is spelled, you know, and I'm going to be honest, this is something that would benefit you, you know, um, if you're listening or watching a movie or a TV show and you have the audio on and you have the subtitles in the language, not in English, in the language, you will get more out of it than just putting it in English. Do not default to English. Keep using the monolingual system of reading in the language, listening in the language. Because the more you do that over and over, the better your vocabulary is going to get. Um, you know, you have your apps like colloquial languages. You have your teacher's self app. You have your manual languages. You're memorized. You can pull that out. Put your headphones on. And, and go through a lesson or two while you're on the bus, while you're in the car. Because if you're not driving, that's not a bad thing, you know. 
Um, you can get, you can go through that. You know, you're on a plane, you're on a train. You know, take a book with you. Um, you know, you know, get a lonely planet. Get, um, you know, an easy reader. I'll suggest you get um, Ollie Richard's short stories, which it comes in English for the ESL learners, Russian, um, German, Spanish, French, Italian. You know, you won't regret that. Um, he's going to come out with some more next year. And I think in September or something. And it's going to be in a whole bunch of other languages. Trust me, because I'm going to get it in Turkish. Um, you know, and, and that, that's going to be a cool thing. Turkish, Arabic, and Japanese. Um, because I have a friend that's going to teach me um, MSA. Even though I'm, I'm going to save my money up and get all these... Um, Egyptian Arabic uncovered um, next year. So, um, I know, I, I like to promote him a lot. <laughs> That's because I love what he's doing and I love his his method of language learning. It, it kind of coincides with my own method of language learning. You know, I'm an auditory learner. I learn by reading and listening, and I mean reading in braille um, with my display or having voiceover read, read it to me in the language that I'm learning. And, you know, I'm more of an auditory learner, less of a visual one these days. And so um, that's how I get, you know, my language learning in. It's by comprehensible input, spaced repetition systems constantly. So his method kind of coincides with how I learn. And so that's why you hear me all the time boasting about his products is because he's the only one right now that's on the market that's has a language learning um, methodology that I can stand by as someone that's visually impaired and low vision and has um, issues uh, reading print. I can no longer read print anymore medically. So you know, um, and that's because I have retinopathy and prematurity. I was born one pound 13 ounces 41 years ago in Cleveland, Ohio. And because I was born at 28 weeks and not 40, um, you know, my eyes didn't develop very well. They did two surgeries on um, my left eye and I was able to um, so, so, so to make a long story short, um, they did two surgeries and as a result of doing the surgeries, they were able to save the vision in my left eye. My right eye was never developed fully. So, um, I call that my pirate eye. I have light perception, which means flashes of white light that come from it, but I can see absolutely nothing out of it. No colors, no shapes, no nothing, nobody. I can see um, three feet in front of me, counting fingers. Um, I can read the big E on the eye chart and the five letters underneath the big E. Anything after the five letters underneath the big E. I cannot, I cannot read. Um, but yes, I see people in places clearly out of my left eye. I just cannot read 
or fill out paperwork um, longhand. Um, however, I, I've been a large print reader, writer ever since I was four years old. So I learned print before I learned braille and I was still doing print and audio up until I was 36 years old. I'm 41 now, so um, I can no longer reprint on a computer screen, so I use text-to-speech software in order to be able to, um, you know, get the information into my head. And I also use Braille on occasion, um, and that's how I'm able to, you know, be literate in the languages that I am, but that does not mean that I know the Braille code for every language that I speak, because I do not. Um, I will be learning the braille codes for certain languages that I want to learn, but that doesn't mean I, you know, I do a lot more listening than I do physically reading a book. Um, so that's how I get my information. Um, however, at the end of the day, I do use my dead space to, um, you know, listen to podcasts, the news, um, movies, music, and that helps me become a better language learner. And I love listening to people talk in the language, um, back and forth. And I get more out of it when someone is speaking directly to me in the target language and does not go into English at all. I, it gives me an opportunity to be able to speak with them one-on-one and I prefer speaking to people who are native speakers of the target language and they don't speak English because that gives me an opportunity to be able to really concentrate on saying what I need to say. And that's my way of immersion. If you don't speak English, we're good to go. Um, because I get to be forced to use what I know. And I know I'm going to mess up and they know I'm going to mess up. So, I've had a two-hour conversation in Russian with someone over the summer, and they spoke no English, and I made them laugh in Russian, and I, I didn't know any idioms. I had the language that was available to me after almost three and a half years of independent learning on my part, and I'm speaking at a C1, and I still have mistakes, but that's okay. You know, okay, if my goal is to now hit C1, master the cases, the endings really well, then I will do that. If people can still understand what I'm saying, that means something. Um, because even in English, you're going to make mistakes. We make mistakes all the time. We're human. We're flawed. Do not assume that because you don't use your dead space all the time, because you have other things going on in your life, school, work, family, friends, death, birth, that you're failing at being a language. No, you're not failing. There's nothing wrong with you. Life just gets in the way, that's all. And to be honest with you, what did I do today? I read a newspaper article off the web about a meeting between Vladimir Putin and Chancellor Angela Merkel um, today and how, the, how they meant 
met to talk about the Minsk agreements and to talk about the situation that's going on in Ukraine with President Poroshenko and, you know, the martial law that he's declared on the eastern part of of Ukraine because that's been going on for almost five years now. Um, so, over 10,000 people have died. Um, so, I read that on my phone before creating this podcast. Um, so, I, I was able to practice some Russian. I was able to speak some Russian today. I was able to speak some French today because I created a Facebook live video. I make myself accountable every day to my own dead space. And sometimes it's not always easy to do, but I do it. Because I love being a polyglot. I love being a podcaster. I love you guys listening to me every week. You know, this means something to me. And so therefore, I do this because I want to be able to communicate with y'all how lucky I am to be able to do this every single day. I'm tutoring people on Skype in English. I'm learning Turkish and French and I'm going to be learning Japanese and Arabic eventually. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm improving on my Italian. I have over 3,200 friends on Facebook because of it. I have over a thousand subscribers, and I hope to get more because I love being around people. I love cultures, and I love giving you guys my experience on how I have my ups and downs of language learning. It's not easy because life gets in the way. But I mean, I've had so many cool things happen this week, you know, in regards to that, in regards to making um, the podcast, breaking 1K last week. That was a big thing. So I want to thank you guys for sticking with me and Continue. I love you guys. You guys are the greatest. And for those people who are listening for the first time to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast on Anchor.fm or on Spotify or Breaker or Audiocast or Radiocast or um, Radio Public or Google Play or iTunes podcast, subscribe. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning journey podcast where amazing things happen and trust me technology glitches can happen and you know what you see with me is what you get and I just want to tell you I appreciate every single one of you even though I've never met you before I appreciate your dedication to my show um you know, you can go on anchor.fm, find me, and you will be able to ask me questions. You'll be able to ask me, um, you know, about language learning. You know, how did I get started in this? I just I wanted to learn Russian. 
three years ago, going on four, March 15th of next year. And I just got Michelle Thomas course and I downloaded the Memorize app and I did Pimsleur for a minute, but it was a little bit too slow. And I enjoyed every single minute of it. So much so that, you know, after six months, I was speaking at an A2 level in Russian, even though my grammar wasn't the greatest. I was able to flip from Russian to Spanish to English. And Spanish isn't even my first language, English is. And then, you know, I still remember my sign language from childhood. So, I mean, you know, it. I got to meet a lot of cool people as a result of joining the language learning community. It's such an open and diverse group of people who enjoy the same things. Yes, I know people who use Harry Potter to learn languages. Um, I know people who use Game of Thrones to learn languages. I've, I've just been in what I call the language zone, where now the voiceover can read subtitles. I can watch subtitled movies now from all over the world and enjoy them the same way as someone that has 100% vision would be able to minus reading it with my eyes. My ears are my antennas and, you know, I enjoy listening. I mean, sometimes I do fall asleep. Who doesn't? And, you know, I, I wind up going back to the beginning and doing it all over again. Um, but, you know, the good thing is, like Alex Rowling says all the time, if you fall asleep, that meant that you weren't um, supposed to be studying at that time. I'm paraphrasing. Um, which is true. Try to find time where, if it is dead time, um, you're awake and you're alert and you're able to pay attention to what you're doing. Because if you do fall asleep, that, that does mean that you're not going to absorb what you want to absorb. You're, you're just going to be elsewhere in your headspace and that's not what you want. You want to be alert and focused and energized to want to learn those words or those key phrases. If you want to learn how to coach someone out, you're going to. You know, I mean, and trust me, there's no harm in learning curse words in a language because you need to know what people are saying about you. Because um, people do have a tendency to talk about you if they think you don't know the language. And if you do know the language and you tell them in their tongue that you knew what they were saying, then they won't be doing it again. <laughs> I've, I've had that in Spanish. And I told people, oh, I know what you're talking about. They stopped. <laughs> but, you know, that's another thing. You have dead time. You want to pick up the phone and call someone. Pick up the phone and call somebody that you know. Talk to them for five, ten minutes. So you mess up. You're using your time wisely in order to be able to have a connection with the language or languages that you're learning. And I want to say thank you again, everybody, for supporting my podcast. I do this for you guys. You guys rock. Um, I hope to see you guys in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast on anchor.fm. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process, enjoy the podcast, and I will see you in the next episode, my friends, of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Bye-bye.